Thanks for tuning in to yet another episode. I'm so pumped because today I have a lovely guest. His name is Mark Corum, and he's one of the founders of Write Tool, which if you are not aware of what Write Tool is, I highly suggest that you stick around because it has been one of the most amazing new pieces of tech that we've been adding into our own firm, and it has helped us save time, become more efficient, and just really navigate QBO faster and easier and to create some amazing journal entries that are just copy-paste. It's so much more than that, and I'm sure I'm not even using it probably to its fullest capacity, but today Mark is going to be talking about some of the highly in today's episode, Mark is going to be diving into some of the amazing features of Write Tool, what to expect from the software and how to actually be utilizing it, what ways it can integrate with QuickBooks Online. And it has just been such a great episode to record with him because a lot of these questions kind of came up for myself that he's going to be answering today. And I can't wait for you to dive in and to see what this tool is and how it can really change the game for you and your firm. And if at any point you are interested in looking at Write Tool, just make sure to go to the links that are within the description. And there should be a special link and a special promotion that if you use our code, it'll get you some lovely discounts on the tool. So stick around and I can't wait for you to hear Mark's story and see all the things that Write Tool has been developing. Do you ever feel like if you had actionable systems in place that it can actually take your practice to the next level? Can you imagine the freedom you'd gain from finally getting everything out of your head and into a system that can help you move things on autopilot? Do you ever feel like you want to hire help for your practice, but you just don't know where to start? Trust me, I get it, and you're not alone, but it doesn't have to be this way. You're kick-ass at doing the bookkeeping and accounting work. There's no doubt about that, but you struggle to maintain the systems and operations of your business. Am I right? But don't worry, that's where I come in, the workflow queen. I'm going to guide you on how to implement tech, systems, and automation in your practice so you can scale bigger, hire better, and break through to the next level. I can't wait to support you here on the Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host, Alyssa Lang. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accounts podcast with your host here, Alyssa Lang. I'm so pumped because I'm bringing on someone who we have a bit of a backstory, which is so much fun. As most of you guys have told me, you love when I bring on guests that we can just jive really well and just have a really great conversation and make it super casual, which is what's going to be today. But this is not only a great human being, but also one of the coolest, newest apps that a lot of you guys have been talking about and being more introduced towards. And I'm so pumped to be introducing here today on the podcast, Mark Corum. So thank you so much for being here. And please feel free to introduce yourself in this really shiny app that you guys have got going on over here. <laughs> thank you, Alyssa. It's wonderful to be here and talk to you. I have been a fan for actually a long time. I was a bookkeeper launch student back in 2017 realized I could write a book on all the ways not to run a bookkeeping business. And so I, in 2020, decided to transition into programming. And I was like, I'm never going to touch QuickBooks or anything like that again. And fast forward like a year and a half later, I'm like, yes, I'm going to work on a Chrome extension that exclusively works with QuickBooks Online. <laughs> and that is that was called Monkbee. And then I started working with Hector Garcia. And now we have a browser extension, it actually enhances the experience of QuickBooks Online right there in the browser. So you don't have to go to like another tab or anything like that. And it just makes QuickBooks Online a lot nicer to use and gives you a, a outlet to ask for feedback when you're trying like, oh, I wish QuickBooks Online did this thing. And you know that Intuit's not going to go into it anytime soon. I went off the reservation there. But yeah, just a little bit of a weird winding 
path that got me here, but loving it. <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting because like a lot of people, when you first start something, you don't realize that it might take you down a path that you don't realize. I mean, for me, I did actually go down the first path I pursued, which was the bookkeeping and tax side of things. That's how I was in bookkeeper launch. And then that's how I taught on bookkeeper launch. But then it opened up another door, which was why Workflow Queen was here, because I saw other people in the accounting industry. We we have such similar backgrounds. I saw other people in the accounting industry struggling with something, which happened to be for me, systems, processes, team building. And for you, it was this need and desire to like make the thing that we have to use every day. One of the tools that, as we all know, it's either you're using Zero or QBO. I know there's other things out there, but predominantly and mostly it's those two yeah. it's like ultimately at the, at the other day at the end of the day we want to be able to use tools to be able to make it easier if we have to like settle for less because qbo as we know we love it but sometimes we hate it so yeah i just love your path and how you kind of got there and like you're seeing this need <laughs> yeah and it's funny we kind of have two very different ways of getting to the path yeah you were very successful in making your bookkeeping and tax work yeah happen and i was very much not but at the end of the day <laughs> it, the path do, does still lead yeah. to what i consider a favorable outcome i, I mean it seems like yeah. you really enjoy what you're doing and i definitely enjoy yeah. what i'm doing now so yeah. at the end of the day I mean, life works out. <laughs> yeah, it always does. Like, even though something in the moment feels like a failure, like I failed to do this in the bookkeeping side, which I thought is what I wanted to do. It brought you to another place. And if you would have just let failure, like hit you and knock you down and just go back to doing something else that you just didn't love to do, like you just took it another route, which I think for anyone listening is probably a really big message that sometimes you might feel like you're failing, or maybe you started your bookkeeping business realizing that you don't like it and you actually want something else. You don't have to stick to the path that you're given or that you first chose. You can allow your path to like move its own mountains and do whatever it needs to do to like unfold right in front of you. Yeah. And shoot, I wish during the, which, I mean, I guess I say this, but as, as Seth said now, I'm very happy with how it turned out, but I wish I'd given myself the grace, honestly, mm -hmm. to explore different avenues inside yeah. of the bookkeeping realm. Because the way I put my, how I describe myself is that, I don't yeah. like tech, but I'm good at tech. <laughs> uh, yep. So, it, but I love talking to people and helping the, I love seeing their face when they're like, oh my God, I got this thing that I can get working that makes yeah. my life better. Like there's just, yeah. it's great to see people get excited about little things. Yeah. So I kind of, in a weird way, if I was going back in time, I'd be like, oh, I'd help other bookkeepers with, you know, figuring out automations that I kind of figured out over time. And it's just things like that where, you know, sometimes you got to, expand your mind a little bit outside of like the what you're currently looking at to see what is going to be a good path for you. I don't know. Yeah, 100%, 100%. It's funny because I think I don't remember how long ago it was. I want to say it's at least 2 years now that you first reached out to me when it was originally Monk B. Correct. Yeah. I think it, it was almost two years because when, so backstory for anyone listening, so because you obviously don't know the story because we're not telling you right now, but I'm going to tell you right now is a Mark reached out to me and this is back when I only had Workflow Queen. So Workflow Queen only works with bookkeepers and accountants, but we don't do the accounting work for our, our clients, right? Because at the time it was just Workflow Queen. Mark reached out to me and had mentioned something about Monkby and I believe we got on a call and you yeah. showed me some of its functionality and I was like, I'd love to test this, but unfortunately I don't have... I don't have a way to test it. Like I can't test it on anybody and I really want to be able to support it, but I don't know how, how I can actually use it to support other people in the industry. And then I started my second firm. So magnetic bookkeeping consulting, and that was back last year. Yeah. Beginning of last year. And then it started to develop and all of a sudden like monkey wasn't a thing, but all of a sudden it was right tool. And I kept hearing right tool. And then I started hearing your name and I was like, in my own head, 
I was like, I wonder if that was your rendition being migrated into like a whole new name or rebrand or whatever that looks like. So I'd love for you to tell the story of how it became what it was to where it is now and how that all happened. Yeah. And I really appreciated you taking the call with me at the time because you were in the middle of like, you just got back from a really big, I think you were in the van for a long time. So you literally oh, yeah, my just got trip. back from it. Yep. Um, so I really appreciated the call. But yeah, Monk B, originally it was a, it was an extension that literally all it did went and fixed some things inside of the browser for QuickBooks Online. Write tool was a little different because it has this right side toolbar in it, yep. <laughs> which is why we called it Write tool. <laughs> but yeah, so Monkby was originally just a me thing. I, I developed yeah. it. I was like, I had this idea, this vision in my head of like being able to make an app that connected to other apps. <laughs> this just goes to show how much different it is from what Write Tool is today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but connected to other apps to actually bring them into QuickBooks Online so that you didn't have to go to different tabs. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of in the same way that, you know, Melio used to be able to connect to QuickBooks Online and yep. now they're getting rid of that. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of like doing that through a third-party app situation was kind of what my big idea for that was mm -hmm. uh, at the time. But then as I was showing it on LinkedIn and stuff, eventually Hector Garcia came across it. And I was like, mm -hmm. he commented on one of them, like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, oh my God, Hector Garcia commented on one of my <laughs> videos about this and then it's cool. I was like, yes, that's awesome. Yeah. But then he actually reached out to me later and he's like, I have my own yeah. like kind of idea. I've had it for a long time, but I didn't even know if it was possible or how I would do it until he saw what I was working on with Monk B. And so he's like, yeah, can you work on this idea for me? He was like, oh yeah, you can give me an MVP in like a month's time or something like that. And I come back to him three days later because I stayed up to like 4 a.m. three nights in a row because this is my nature. I am a zero or a 100 when it comes Same. to my speed on working on anything. Yep. Like either I cannot get anything done or I will be up all hours of the night yeah. and I will get a hundred things done in the time it would have taken me to get like one thing done otherwise. I call that my hyper-focus stage. I talk to people about this all the time. Like when I get myself on that hyper-focus like phase, it's usually one full week or sometimes it's one or two days. But when I, when that wave goes high, I ride that wave so hard because I know that when it goes <laughs> down and it's no longer hyper-focus, it could be three months before I have another hyper-focus day. But I can yeah. crank out so many major processes and so many major, I just did this with my onboarding just recently, had a hyper-focus day. I woke <laughs> up at like 3 a.m. I was on a mission for a whole week. Now yeah. our whole entire onboarding is fully automated, except for a couple little things that we couldn't automate. But I get you on that one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no. And so it was, you know, he was like really impressed. You know, it's one of those things where anytime you're working with a partner, it's a challenge, especially yep. with development, because you just never know if everybody's going to see your vision the way that you have it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it just, we, we worked out really well. And then we started working farther past that. And we're great friends now. Yeah. I, at least I would say we are. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess you can't be, but so not friendly with people you talk to at like 1 a.m. in the morning yep. every other week. So yeah, you know, it, it just worked out from there. And now Write Tools kind of morphed into its whole thing that was like something I, it's a lot closer to what my vision was when I first created Monk B than <laughs> Monk B ever was, to be clear. But yeah, it's just been a wonderful read. Yeah, I bet. So I have a question though. So I think that from my understanding of Hector, I've actually never talked with him, which a lot of people are very surprised by when I brought it up. And I think I had messaged you. I was like, I've actually never met Hector, which is surprising to me, but I'm sure one day. I'll get yeah. the chance to chat with him. Um, but 
I'm assuming that because of what Hector does, because he's had, he's made a big impact in the industry with like the way that he teaches on YouTube, the support he gives to the community back to other bookkeepers and accountants. I'm assuming that with that partnership that really helped you to see the things that maybe he saw in a bigger picture, maybe the, the, the bigger issues, because he was in it day to day with a lot of clients with that real background, right? Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is that we brought two very distinctly different but complementary views to it. He has more of the experience of being a slightly larger firm working inside of QuickBooks Online, whereas I have a little bit more insight into things that bother more of the day-to-day, you know, like freelance bookkeeper situation. Um, So it worked out really well, actually, in that regard. But yes, some of our most popular features are features that he came up with. The one that I know you like a lot, which is the ability to import journal entries by copy and pasting. That was actually a Hector idea. That was actually his first big pro idea was the importing journal entries from uh, Excel or at least being able to copy and paste them. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So for anyone listening, if you've never heard of Write Tool, one, we'll put the link underneath. And I just have to say, if you're going to do Write Tool, just pay for it. It's going to be worth every single dollar you put into it. We pay for it for our team as well. Every person that I know that uses it, just just go for the gold, people. Like, don't try to be, like, these are one of those apps that, like, I don't say, you know, a lot of you guys know me as being the person who says you can run your whole entire song on the free version. But this is one of those ones that, like, just do the upgrade. Because even just the journal entry aspect of things, like, so for anyone who doesn't know what Write Tool is, how this works is, I'll give a really great example. Maybe you have a massive payroll journal entry that you have to do every single month for one of your clients, or you have a big journal entry you have to do for some sort of sales coming from Stripe or coming from PayPal. If you can somehow have a formula set up in like an Excel spreadsheet that formulates like the information for you, you can essentially build the journal entry where you're just spitting out data, copying it and directly pasting it inside of the right tool function inside of QBO. And it literally pastes things for you and it spits it out. For any of us who have like a hundred step like journal entry, that's a real thing. Even breaking down your cost for your QBO subscription, like to put the cost per client of how much you spend on them. (laughs) If you have a hundred clients, can you imagine having to re-put that in? It just spits it out. And that to me is already worth the price of what Right Tool is. (laughs) Yeah. And I appreciate, we do, uh, to be clear, Right Tool is what I call freemium model. It's kind of like apps in the old days. Now I've Mm -hmm after weird nowadays but anyways yeah <laughs> but yeah freemium model there so there is a free version and i we try our best to make that really good for people oh yeah it's and, amazing um, still yeah, yeah and we and we do try to make it so that for people who can't quite afford the pro version which i get mm-hmm. um that it still gives you a lot of savings and frustrations are yeah reduced in quickbooks online yeah kind of to get on a tangent here kind of the idea of <laughs> i know this is going to be one of those yeah to go on kind of a tangent Right tool, there are a lot of apps out there that have very specific purposes. Some give you functionality that you just can't find anywhere else. I was recently listening to your Pluto podcast where you were interviewing them. And yeah, they have a very specific feature that, or they they do something very specific that you cannot Mm -hmm. get outside of, you know, using another app. And they do it at a very inexpensive level which is yep. great fantastic right tool is a very rare situation where most of what right tool does is decrease frustration it's not necessarily about time although the journal entry is a good example of something yeah. where it does save you tons of time and we have a couple of features like that that save just a ton of time each month if you're working with it 
But a lot of the free features are very much focused on, hey, we want to make it so you don't want to tear your hair out when you're working inside of QuickBooks Online. That's yeah. just what it comes down to. Yeah, uh, that's a really good point, though, because I didn't even think to highlight that aspect that sometimes it really isn't about the time. It's really about the frustration because, like I said, we all feel like sometimes in the this industry that we have to kind of settle to work with QBO. I know there's other options, but it's the predominantly most winning software out there. And so for us, we have to deal with the price increases. We have to deal with the the changes and, you know, the client's dashboard looking different than the accountant's dashboard. And then you're trying to send them a Loom video and they're like, I don't even know where the buttons are. Like we have to deal with these yeah. things, but like to be able to use something like Right Tool or even other extensions that I have connected allow for us to, like you said, it's not even about the time sometimes that it really just is about those frustrating things that we have to do. I think one of the other things, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm probably saying all of this wrong, because trust me, nobody wants me to do their books. But from what I understand is that even with like bulk editing and bulk deleting things and bulk changing things, that sometimes you have to go to multiple different spots or manually go in and delete rows off of PNL. I just love that about Right Tool, that just the little things. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's another thing. Yes, bulk deleting is also very nice because in QuickBooks, you know, you have to go to each transaction and just press delete and delete and delete. And you have to do that like 500 times. And that just is a fate worse than death, even though it really only would take you like 30 minutes at the end of the day. And you only do it when you're really messing with a cleanup. It still sucks. I mean... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like there's a certain point where it's not about the time. It's about the just mind numbing, just awful terror of it all. So, you know, that's one thing that definitely. And then there's another thing. We have a a thing called a sales transaction lock, which is if you've ever like had to edit an invoice after the fact, but you had like the description and the quantity and the rate was all right. You just want to change what the actual product or item is. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a lock in there that makes it so that it doesn't reset all of your progress, which is just one of those frustrating things about QuickBooks. I get why QuickBooks does it the way they do, Mm. uh, but there's just a little things where if they just would listen for a little bit, (laughs) it could make their, it could make people's lives a lot better. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's 100%. I'm just really curious because one thing that I recently did, and I think this is when I went on my voice note tangent to you, unfortunately, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, because you are here, this is the reason the voice note started. But I had woken up at 3am and I voice note and it was like, right tool, it's blowing my mind. It's so exciting. I just created this spreadsheet. And if I can remember correctly, it's because I work predominantly with online course creators in our firm. And the thing that they run into is they're using things like Stripe and PayPal, right? Being able to import the data of the different programs that they're selling can be a bit of a pain for us to get that data. It's very manual. We have to go calculate certain things and get it ready. So I went on this crazy, like a little tangent. And this is on one of my hyper-focus days, by the way, for anybody listening. (laughs) I created like a template spreadsheet that essentially we copy paste certain information from certain reports, like for example, in Stripe. We paste it on one tab of this template spreadsheet that I put together. It then spits out different tabs and of different information. It will build out the whole journal entry for us inside once we paste everything, spits out the journal entry. And all we now have to do as a team is copy that journal entry, go into QBO and paste it. I time track like crazy and it used to take us around 25 to 30 minutes just to put this calculation of these spreadsheets and like re- realign all the columns and then recalculate and do all these things and manually put the journal entry. But that's just for Stripe. So if we're also using PayPal, we used to have to do the same thing. So let's Mm -hmm. just call it about 50 minutes that we would spend on this, like for each client at least once a month, if we did one massive entry. 
So if you have 10 clients, that's saving us so much time. One, of course, we had to do our part in creating the spreadsheet that we use to be able to calculate all that info. But this just goes to show that even that one piece just saved us so much time entering in that journal entry every time. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things as well, explicitly the journal entry import. There are things out there like Sassant that work, and I don't want to, they do a great job at what they do. But it's a little bit more set up for them because you got to get for every client, you have to kind of have everything mapped out correctly and everything. Whereas with right tool, you do get to just go into the QuickBooks file and it's just everything's pretty much set up. You just have to paste it in there and make sure all the wording is technically correct. But it's not too hard to do once you see it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I love, I love all the features. I know that I'm not using it. I told you this right before we hit record. I'm like, I know I'm not using it. Like, cause all I, I'm very excited about constantly is the journal entry because that's literally all I've been using it. But another thing I really like about it is the tool on the right side, being able to navigate really easily without having to like have, you know, cause QBO loves to change things every five minutes and a half, but I love being able to kind of click through. And then also another really good thing is to inside of the bank feed. I like how you guys put in that red, it's like red text inside of each transaction line. It also tells us the memo because typically we'd have to click into it and to be able to see it. Now that just saved me an extra click. So I really like that function as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's tons of things inside the bank feed. We put way too many things in the bank feed if we're being quite honest. (laughs) Yeah. There's that. There's the fact that if you put like inside of any like bank name, you put parentheses and you put anything inside those parentheses, there'll be a little red text that shows up underneath the bank card as well. Um, And that's great if you ever have like a customer that has multiple cards, like Amex business card for Amazon and then whatever, and you have like five of those. If you can't see what the last four digits of the card number are, what you can do is you can put those card numbers in parentheses and then underneath it'll show what those numbers are, uh, making it so you don't have to click into each one to know which account it is, which is very nice as well from what I've heard from people. And yes, the bank memo being able to be seen from the transaction level. Yeah. Super nice. Especially when QuickBooks has one of those days because um, most of the time. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not shaming QuickBooks. We use them. We love you guys. If you're listening in, we love you. Like, please be better sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of the thing, right? Is that, I mean, when I criticize something about QuickBooks, I understand they're a large company and there there yeah. are things that I do love about it. Yeah, all of it's us just, do, yeah. Yeah, it, we just wanted to, since it is what we work in all day, every day, for some yeah. of us anyways, I mean, maybe for some of us less so than others, but yeah, that we do want it to be the best version of itself, right? Um, and that's kind of what, that's why sometimes people think that Right Tool is trying to be like, I don't know, a call out to the problems of QuickBooks Online, which to a degree it is made because of the fact that we, there was a frustration with people, with them not listening to feedback as quickly as we would have liked to be clear, but it is not really about that. It is about making the experience better for people in general. If like, if QuickBooks decided tomorrow that they were going to implement every feature that right tool has, I would not be upset with it. It's, because at the end of the day, if they can do it in a way that's better than what Right Tool does, then I'm happy for them to do so. It's just until that time, somebody has to do something. And that's one of the cool things about working on Right Tool is just how empowering it is. Because it's like you get to take a little bit more fate into your own hands a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah this- and you're helping the industry. I mean, like you said, it's just you guys saw 
a clear need in the industry, which is like you said, sometimes it's not about the time. It could just be about the frustration or wanting to pull your hair. It's similar to how I started this company here. It was a, a need and necessity. It's like, I can keep this all to myself and figure it out for myself, but why not just also give it to other people who are going through the same thing? And that's kind of what you guys have done with Right Tool is like yeah. created that for people. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there's definitely a situation where we could have went to like one of the big accounting firms and been like, hey, we'll build something for you specifically that goes over only what you want. And we'll build it for however many thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars because giant accounting firms spend way too much money. But yeah, we could have done that. But that's just it's not a fun way to go about it, especially not helpful to the average. I like I like scalable things. I like it when something I do can help multiple people out at one time. That's one of the reasons I was actually a bad bookkeeper, as I like to put it, is the fact that I would try to be everything to everybody I worked with, no matter what their price point was when I was charging them. Um, So like my lowest client, my highest client, I'd be giving basically the same level of service. And that was terrible. That's That's a bad business move. Don't do that. But at least with this, it's like, Everybody's getting the same thing at the end of the day. Some people might not care about one feature or another, but at the end of the day, everybody's getting the same level of service. And I like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point. So I'm really curious as to, since like I said, I'm not using it like I really want to be. I just have to really dive into it. And I love that you guys have a lot of resources online. Like every time I look at something, I know I can look at a video or I can go reference something. We just recently had inside of, my big group coaching program breakthrough. A lot of people recently on a thread were talking about right tool. And I was like, I'm la, la, la. I got really excited because I was talking about my cool spreadsheet. And everyone tells me you could have just made a pivot table. And I'm like, stop ruining it for me. <laughs> I was hey. like, I didn't know that's a thing. Okay, could be could be well, I'm not good with spreadsheets. Okay. <laughs> Whatever brings you joy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what really matters. If you're happy with your spreadsheet, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. And you know, what's funny is probably the most common thing I hear from people is I love right tool, but I feel like I am not using it to the fullest of its potential, which is funny. And I I always say what I'm about to say, and I don't mean it to sound like I'm like just trying to promote it. Like, oh yeah, use it anyways, just because of the fact that like, yes, I want the money. That's not really what I'm trying to say. I'm very genuine when I say what I'm about to say, which is that nobody should probably be using right tool to the fullest of its potential. Nobody uses every single feature of QuickBooks online. And so by that same token, nobody's going to use every single feature of right tool itself. Right tool is very much a Swiss army knife as opposed to the Gustos, Plutos. Keeper's not a good example because it actually is kind of a Swiss army knife too. But yeah, as opposed to most apps, Right Tool is very much a Swiss army knife where you're not going to use every single function of a Swiss army knife, but it's nice to have it there if you ever did need it. And I would go into some of the crazy, the best features, but God, there's so many darn features in that thing. And I love all of them. They're all my children in a way, which is maybe a bad thing, but. Hey, listener, just wanted to quickly interrupt this episode today to ask you, have you been trying to find a better solution to actually taking payments from your clients? Then boy, do I have a solution for you. One of my absolute favorite pieces of tech is Pluto. Pluto is such a game changer in your business. It really helps you to allow you to be able to take payments easily from your clients through ACH. They also take credit card as well, but they have so many different options. One of the big perks to using something like Pluto over something like QBO and all the other options that we have out there for invoicing is because 
because it is way more cost effective and it has saved me thousands of dollars on those fees that we get taken out for invoicing our clients. So we no longer use QuickBooks Online in order to invoice our own clients. We now have migrated over to Pluto. And if you want to learn more about Pluto and check it out, it is amazing. They make such a seamless process for our clients to be able to add the ACH information, to ask them to authorize us to be able to take the automatic payment every single month and saves us a ton of money in fees. You're just going to go to workflowqueen.com backslash Pluto. That's workflowqueen.com backslash Pluto to learn more. I can only imagine like how much you've poured into it, which is amazing, which actually was going to be my next question, which is what are, I know that's probably going to be a little hard, but what are some of the top features that you see most people in the industry, like a typical industry, let's say, like not something super niche down, but like the average bookkeepers, what do you see them really loving about Right Tool? Well, that's what the crazy thing is, is the fact that every time I have a conversation with somebody about Right Tool, they come at me with like a different thing that they said, oh man, I love this one feature. W- one thing that is pretty, that a lot of people like a lot is the fact that when you open an audit log, it opens it up in a new tab instead of opening it up in the same place and making it so you get stuck in this audit log loop where you press the back button. And then if you press the X button, it just takes you back to the audit log. And then if you press back, it takes you back to the transaction. It's just annoying. That's one thing that a lot of people have pretty much always told me they like since the beginning. One thing we've recently put in was such a small thing. It's always the small things. This is maybe something, a lesson for life. People don't care about the big things as much as they care about the little things. And so one small thing we did recently was in the most recent update, we added inside of the bank feeds. Now, whenever you click into a transaction at the bottom where you can create the rules, there is now a button that says Google Memo. And literally all it does is if you click on that button, it will go into the, it will take the text from the text box of the transaction and open up a new window that takes up about half the screen puts it on the right side of the screen and it sh- and it Googles it for you. And it's just very clean. It's very nice looking. And I thought it was cool to be clear, but I was not expecting the level of reaction I got from people about the the Google memo thing. Like it's, it's always the things you put the least time into that people like the most. It's, it's the little details. It's so funny because as you're saying that, I'm like, I was like waiting for you to finish your sentence. So I could be like, what? <laughs> like, you know how many times I'm telling you, we've had an assistant on the team for a really long time at Magnetic, but she recently like voiced that she really wanted to learn bookkeeping. So we taught her bookkeeping, everything. So she's now inside of the books doing the work. Well, anyways, one of the big things I always tell her to do is to Google things because a lot of the times we can figure something out based off of what we're Googling. Yeah. And and I'm always like, man, even for me going in and like copying and pasting, copy, pasting, and then going, looking it up. And it's this, because there's always weird acronyms that they're using and you just want to know yeah. what it is. Oh my God. I'm so happy about this. And you're right. People are, it's like the smallest thing, but it's going to make a huge difference. So not me over here trying to click around on my QBO while we're on this interview, trying to see it. <laughs> it sounds so fun. Yeah. And um, the cool thing about that feature is that it is a free feature. So it is not one you wow. have to pay for. So it, Amazing. it's very nice. Uh, and there's some other cool secrets to that as well. But we have a video on that. So you can look at that if you ever oh, want to. And That sounds like like kind of scary and a little creepy to tell us to go watch the secret video. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, <laughs> something we kind of covered but maybe didn't like fully spell out was the fact that, yes, Right Tool, every feature we have, it's ultra because of the fact that we put right to right into quickbooks online there's a very big danger that if we put any feature in it could annoy the ever living heck out of you and so 
what we did is we made it so every feature of right tool for better or worse is configurable. So if you don't like something, you can turn it off. Oh. And so inside of our settings area for right tool, where you can turn off everything, there are videos like right beside those toggles. There's like a little eye icon that's mm -hmm. for information and you click that and it opens up a video that you can see that explains the feature in detail for you. And oh, wow. Yeah. So just that's pretty cool. Yeah, one of the core tenets, because I mean, I would never want anybody to have a worse experience with QuickBooks Online, <laughs> yeah. if that makes sense. So I didn't know that that right tool had that capabilities because there was something that I was doing the other day inside of the books. I was getting something set up or whatever, and something came up and I was like, yeah, I could probably like not use having to use this because maybe yeah. it's my industry or my niche. So that's really interesting. I didn't know that you can go into the settings. Like you don't know what you don't know. That's why you're here today. I selfishly bring on guests, people just to answer questions <laughs> that I have about the apps that I use and you guys just get to listen in on it. So that's cool. So it's a settings feature. And then you guys will be able to explain like if you were to toggle this off, this is what it's going to affect. Yeah, exactly. And here's another thing. And this is one of the reasons people say they don't think they're using it to its fullest potential. We don't turn on every feature by default. There are some features that are so, what's the word? I don't want to say in the way, but so change the workflow in such a strong way that we don't turn them on by default. An example of this is, and this actually goes to show you just how small of an issue you can have and we'll still try to work on it. And this is, again, another one of our core tenants is trying to give people an outlet to ask for things inside of QuickBooks Online. Um, but somebody asked for the ability for when you finish a reconciliation, they wanted the print screen to come up in a separate tab and do it automatically, just automatically print the confirmation because I guess they want to print that out. Not something I would do personally, and probably most people wouldn't, but it is there, but we turn it off by default because if you didn't, it would be like, it opens like three tabs on you at the same time. It does a pop-up on you. It's like, it's a whole thing. So there are some features. That's kind of the biggest feature that I'm talking about that does like the really most like, oh, in your face feature. But yeah, that's one of the ones that we don't have turned on by default. So yeah. So that's really interesting though. So it sounds like you guys are putting in front of everyone the most like the features that you think most people most likely use. And yeah. then you have the functionality to really make it like your own pretty much. Yeah. And I will say my goal is to make it so that any feature that's like turned on by default, hopefully you won't have to go through and like learn about it. You know what I mean? Like my favorite thing is when something just works and you're like, oh, this is a cool thing that Write Tool does. We highlight everything in dark red, by the way. So if you ever see something in dark red, it's a right, right tool, tool thing yeah um, most of the time sometimes we don't highlight things in red just because it's just not worth it but for the most part if it's a right tool thing we'll highlight it in red and the goal is that you just kind of see it and you don't have to go learning it like it, it's one of the great things about it in my opinion is the fact that you, it's not something you have to go take a three-hour course to learn everything you can just kind of install it it just works and you kind of just go about your day yeah. And go about your day. And then next thing you know, you're hearing other people in the online communities talking about, oh, I saw this function. Like, like I said, we had a, a thread on my own breakthrough group and people were saying their features. I was like, what? and I was all like, what? like trying to figure out what all these things are. But then I'm like, don't go around the rabbit hole. We don't need this today. We need you to be focused because shiny object syndrome <laughs> over here. But I love it because I do get a lot of ideas. I have like a mastermind that I'm a part of. And we were just talking yesterday and one of them was posting about what they're going to be doing with right tool. And it had to do with the journal entry, but it the thing that they were creating, Right Tool was just up leveling the thing that they were creating because it was like a spreadsheet that was going to help. Right Tool was going to help it 
get pasted in there really quickly. And so yeah. it's cool to see people really sharing with like others in the community saying like, this is how this thing can make it your life easier. And like you said, it's really just about being an easier function and not always about the time. But then I'm sure on the other side of that, it does probably save time a lot of the time, because if I'm less frustrated, I'm probably less time spending yelling at someone like, or myself walking down the street, like all pissed off. So it might not help, help me in time right now, but it might later. <laughs> yeah. And, and I will be clear, anything that saves you time does save you frustration. Like that's just a general rule of thumb, right? I mean, so yeah, it will save you time. It's just that sometimes you know, a right tool feature might save you, you know, 30 minutes or longer per client because of, you know, things like Excel spreadsheet import. And then there's other features that save you like maybe a cup, like a second or two, but hey, at least it's a second or two where you're not stressing out about it. Like the audit history is a good, a good example of this. Does it really matter that it opens up in a new tab versus having, you know, being inside that audit loop? At the end of the day, it doesn't save you that much time. But I mean, at least you're not stressing it or you're going like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to deal with this stupid yeah, like workflow issue, right? Yeah, so. yeah. It's so funny that you brought up the tab thing because that's actually one of the things I do like about Right Tool is let's just say, for example, I have the PNL open and we want to open up the, I don't know, we're going to say like legal and professional fees and we have to like investigate in it. In the past, it would usually, when you click onto it, it would leave the page that you were on. And then it would take you to the next one. Then you have to click the back button. Sometimes it would reset the like dates. I don't know if it was me and my gl a glitch in like QBO, but it would reset the date. Sometimes I have to rerun it. And it was so frustrating. But now that we have right tool, every time we're opening up an investigating account, which for anyone listening, if you're doing any sort of quality control or end of month stuff for your team members, this is a great way for you to be able to click in easier because then it opens up the next tab that's all dedicated to the legal and professional fees. If I want to go back to the PL, I can just go to the next tab and open up the next one. It just keeps opening tabs, which yeah. to me, like, is not annoying because it is more of a pain, like you said, to hit the back button. If you got a long chart of accounts and you've got a lot of accounts on the cl client you're working for, <laughs> you got to keep scrolling. And now it's just, it's there and it doesn't go anywhere. And that's yeah. what I do love. Exactly. And that's what, that was one of the things that, that's one of the reasons we did that is just, especially because of the fact that QuickBooks can be inconsistent sometimes about yeah. when you press that back button. Like sometimes you press back button and it'll take you right back to where you were at. That's Other what I'm saying. Times, like it takes you to the reports area where it'll say like balance sheet, same with cash flows, you know, like it takes you to the wrong spot all the time. Yeah. It, it's very weird. But yes, the opening it up in the new tabs was kind of our way of being like, okay, well, we'll just get around the problem. A lot of times, I'll be honest, uh, a lot of times the solution is not to be clever. It's just to take the easiest option. And that's why we, we did the new tab thing. It's like, no, I'd rather just make it easier for me than have to go and try to figure out some kind of logic to figure out why QuickBooks is weird. It's just yeah. skip past this problem. All let's together. not solve their problems. <laughs> like, like, let's not solve their personality trait problems. And instead, let's just work around their personality. <laughs> Yeah. It's really what we're saying here, which is great. I love it. It's what I do with people in my life half the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my question for you is, Right Tool sounds predominantly QBO, correct? Yes. Are um, you guys intending to go to something like Zero, or what's is that a thing? QuickBooks Online has managed to do something very clever, which is that they give me enough work that I am never going to escape trying to find new things to fix <laughs> with QuickBooks Online. Gotcha. Um, so the answer is maybe on Zero. I do want to do something with Zero because I think that could be a very cool platform to like work with as well. 
but yes, it, it's it's been slow on the whole idea of working with zero. Maybe I'll hire somebody or something to work on zero and be like, hey, just do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I heard that zero has, I mean, I don't work in zero, but my biz bestie does, and that's her software. And so um I hear that zero does a lot of things right. You they know do. what I mean? It's what I hear. I don't use it though. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I've heard, it's like every, QuickBooks Online does some things that are annoying and Zero does things that are annoying. And yep. neither of the two is like perfect for everybody. It's just oh, a matter of, of like figuring out which one is more or less useful to you. I do know that some people who have tried Zero and they're like, I hate it. And I know some people and but I mean, also, I know people who've tried QuickBooks Online and ate it. So, yeah, yes, I do want to do that just because of the fact, again, it is all about at the end of the day, if I can save people just that one modicum of stress, you know, uh, for me, the worst thing that can happen is if you're like feeling trapped, you know, that's, that's a, that's a big thing for me. I, I can see people like, this is going to sound bad. Oh God. I don't know if I have a better way to put this, but you know, seeing people in pain, like, yes, that sucks. I hate seeing people in pain. But it doesn't like trigger a super big emotional response for me. But seeing people trapped, that is something that I like. I hate the idea of being like it's locked into something. And that's what happens with, with QuickBooks for a lot of people is they're kind of like trapped into it because it is the market leader, at least yep. in the United States. Yep. And so that is the big reason <laughs> why I did what I did is because of the fact that at least if they're going to be trapped, it can give them a little bit more breathing room, right? Yep. I realize that's a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> No, I think that's great. Uh, it's kind of like you're feeding them snacks. It's like, at least they're trapped, <laughs> but at least you're giving them snacks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? Um, they're, they're trapped regardless. <laughs> yeah. So it, to get to that point, though, is like, I, I do want to do a similar thing for Zero. I do wish, I, I think this is a somewhat cliche thing to say. I wish I could duplicate myself, but I really don't because I know I would be annoying if I duplicated myself. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't we all be? I know yeah. that there does not need to be two of me in this world. That is for sure. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, agreed. I mean, not about you needing to. Yeah, I knew what there you needs there. to be two of me. <laughs> there needs nobody needs to have two of them. If you're a twin, that's okay because it's technically two different people. If you really think, yeah, about it. exactly. But I do have a question. I think I saw something, and I don't correct me if I'm wrong because all trying to keep up right now with AI everywhere is so overwhelming with like who's coming out with what all of a sudden it's like AI wasn't a thing, even though we all knew it was, but it all blew up at one time. It, it was insane how yeah. fast it blew up. But I think I saw something about how you guys are doing some sort of AI that helps people with like, what is this transaction like? Was that something that I saw about you guys? Yes. So we have two current features that are related to AI. One is kind of like the Google memo thing, except for at the bottom, it says ask chat GPT. Admittedly, for me, that's a little bit more of a novelty thing, if I'm being honest, only mm -hmm. because of the fact that if it's not something that's a hundred percent right, it might as well be zero percent right. Yeah. Uh, and so I agree. It, it's a little bit of a novelty thing, but we are trying to to put in a perspective. We're trying to help people have like an easy, not stressful way of getting introduced to AI. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of what the reasoning behind that is, is to kind of get people like prepared for it. I personally don't have very high hopes for the future of AI in the near future, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a little overrated, but I do want people to be prepared in case something does happen that makes it so it's like a big deal going forward. But yes, that's the first part is the categorization in the bank feed. Like you ask it a question and ChatGPT gives you a response like, oh, this is what this transaction probably would be categorized as. Mm -hmm. We also have a second feature, which is a lot more useful to me. 
which is inside of reports, there's actually a button at the bottom that says ask ChatGP for report analysis. And what it'll do is it will take your report, it removes any of the like personally identifiable information. I was just going to ask that question. You kind of yeah, answered uh, that before I asked. <laughs> now, admittedly, if you are putting inside of your like chart of accounts, something that has your name in it, like the name of your company in it, then yes, you probably want to do something else here. Yeah. But it basically, it removes all the parts of the report that have like your company name or your anything in it. And then it'll send it to ChatGPT and be like, hey, look at what are all the things in this report that seem like they're out of balance or they seem like they're not in the right place. And it's really cool. It comes back to you. It's actually, it actually does a really good job of what it does of coming back to you and saying, oh, wait, you know, there's this one section where this expense seems like it's really high to compare to what it should be for an average company or something like that. And it makes it so instead of you having to kind of like meticulously go line by line to see like, oh, what's kind of the issue going on here? Just gives you like a really quick rundown. Really like it. I like, I think that's a really cool feature. Oh, I haven't checked that out. Well, I have a list of things that I'm very yeah. excited to check out as soon as we're done. <laughs> yeah. So I go down rabbit holes. Thank you, Mark. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that is the thing with right tool. You can you'll have a lot of rabbit holes to go down if you really want to. You did ask earlier about favorite features. For me, as somebody who doesn't really do as much bookkeeping anymore, my favorite features tend to be more things that just work very cleanly. I will say one of my favorite things is, and we just literally fixed this last night. Building a Chrome extension is like building on sand because if QuickBooks ever makes a change to a page, then I have to immediately get on it and see if I can figure out what the change was so I can re-put back in the features that I have um, wow. because it, it's very much like, Right Tool is basically very fancy RPA, which is robotic process automation, which is essentially like if you looked at a screen and you like told something to click on each button. So if something gets screwed up with that, then it can really mess with right to a lot. So, but yes, one of my favorite features, a very simple thing where it's literally when you're inside of the customer's page and it's new. So we had to fix this just recently. There is a button that will show up at the top of the name of the customer whenever you select the customer details and it'll say P&L on it. And if you click on that, it will actually take you to a profit and loss that shows only the transaction or only the details relating to that one company. Oh, which is just very nice. And I think that's a free feature too, if I'm oh, correct cool. in saying so. And I don't know, I just like that a lot. It's very clean. I like clean things. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. I like clean things too. I think that's great. I think yeah. there's so many amazing, that's why I really wanted to, after really witnessing myself and I saw a lot of people talking about it, but I try not to get distracted and try not to you know, get new tech all the time. But when I see something that a lot of people are either talking about or that I see a lot of people saying, for me, it's not even that people are having more conversations around it because for me, I don't care what the majority is doing to me, what strikes like uh, attracts me to wanting to understand something is when people are saying it's saving them time or making them more efficient, but that's just what attracts me to things. I know a lot yeah. of people, and especially our listeners, like we all get shiny object syndrome. We all get excited because everyone's talking about keeper or we all get excited. And then we feel bad if we're not using something. It's like, it's okay if you're not using the software everyone's talking about. But if you find a lot of people saying it's making you them efficient or making life easier, then typically for me, that catches my eye. And that's kind of what Right Tool did. And then I tried it myself and that's what got me going on the voice note tangent. I think I sent you like five voice notes in a row. Hey, all, I like, appreciated it. I mean, heck, could you imagine how much time you would have been spending if you tried to type all that out? My God. I know. Um, this is why I tell people all the time, like just voice note me or like if you ever message me on, especially on Instagram, 
I will voice note you because for me, that is so much more efficient and it's such a big personality touch. I have a lot of people for the example of Instagram who are like, I did not expect you to respond to me, like you actually responding. And I'm like, well, it doesn't take me long when I can just hit play and do the little voice note thing. (laughs) And I do have a social media management company. They let me know when like, they think it like needs my personal touch, but yeah, efficiency at its finest is these are the little tiny hacks. Like you said, it's not that like, I'm going to save a crap ton of time not typing it out. It's just like, it makes it easier for me and what works for me, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. See, well, I think these are so amazing. I think there's so many great things that you just talked about. Like I said, I have a whole list of things I'm going to go explore right after this, but I'd be curious to know what is the best way that anybody can get a hold of you guys sign up for right to know that I have a special code, which we'll get into in just a second, but where can people get immersed in the world of right tool and you and all the fun things? Yeah. So for better or worse, the best way to reach out is we have a Facebook group. Just look up Right Tool. It's one word on Facebook and there'll be a group for uh, Right Tool Pro users. I am not a social media person, so you can reach out to me on social media. It's just that I'm not great at it. I do respond very well to that Facebook group, but outside of that, not great. But I also do have an email that I do respond to almost religiously. I have a problem. That's mark at monkbee.com. That's a little bit of a throwback because that's what I, it's not right tool. It's monkbee.com. Yeah. So that's, a, that's also a great place to reach out to me if you don't like Facebook. So yes, lovely. And where can people go to actually sign up for a right tool? Yeah. So we have for the free version, which is what I, I do recommend people just go straight into the free version and use that yep, to just get it comfortable with it, with it and see if you like it. That is at righttool.app slash free. Um, and that will take you straight to the Chrome web store where you can download it. It doesn't have to be on a Chrome browser, by the way. It basically works on everything except for Safari. So some people ask about that. It does not have to be Chrome. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Perfect. And then the the pro version is same thing, but instead. No, that's a whole separate issue in its own self. Rightfulpro.com is what that one is. Okay. Uh, cool, yeah. cool. So I'm going to link all this in the show notes. I'm writing it down, people, so don't forget these things. I'm going to link these all in the show notes. I really do, like Mark said, sometimes just the apps, if you can get away with the free version and be able to use it, and it sounds like you guys have a lot of great functionality with it, test it. See if you're actually going to use it. See if the functionality mm-hmm. works for you. And then as you learn the functionality and see if there's something that really just jumps out at you for being able to upgrade, you totally can. If you're in the mood to upgrade or you're in the mood to have all the amazing things, if you use code WORKFLOWQUEEN, which is all caps, no space, it'll actually get you $10 off per month for the first 14 months of the pro version. Obviously, they can't give you discounts on something free, but I don't think I had to say that, but I had to say it anyways. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Yeah. But thank you so much, Mark. I think this is so amazing. I cannot wait for this to go live. I can't wait for you guys to just, I'm, I'm a full supporter. I love what you guys are doing. I love what you and Hector have put together. I love all the hard work and just the path that you've kind of taken and how it's just, you allowed it to just shift. I think you're going to make a really great impact in this accounting space. And I'm just honored that you're here and that you're a part of this. Thank you. It's, it's great to be here. I love talking to you, Alyssa. It's a, it's a fun time. Yeah. Well, you have an amazing day. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of our Conquering Workflows and Systems for Bookkeepers and Accountants podcast with your host, Alyssa Lang, the founder and owner of Workflow Queen. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with a fellow bookkeeper or an accountant on social media. 
and also tag me on Instagram at WorkflowQueen. The more that we work together to get this out in front of other people, the better I can help to serve this industry to create more solid systems and processes. Now go take what you learned from today's episode and apply it into your practice so you can finally give yourself the brain space and freedom that you deserve. I can't wait to see you unfold throughout your journey. And thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. See you next time.